shall not pass. <laughs> You're not some fucking Gandalf in this bitch. <laughs> coming to you live from the old Bakken Studios in Park Ridge, Illinois. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your host, Drunk Shy Sox fan. And a house-sitting hot take Tommy. <laughs> and a munching on pizza hot take Tommy. <laughs> we are going to bring to you the one and only opening episode of episode season three. Three, episode three, season, season three, season three of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, the best season we've ever had because we're only getting better. Presented to you by DBC Brand. Nah. <laughs> so, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. Uh, I've got a beer here. I am not working right now. I. I'm just glad the day's over. Today was a rough one. I told you. Today was a rough one. But hey, I'm glad to be podcasting with you. I'm glad to be in person with you. Yeah. I'm glad to have the holidays over. They were great, but it's time to get a new year on, right? Hell 2021, yeah, man. things are looking up. What are your biggest goals? Biggest goals. Um, well, this is a weird thing, and, and you'll get... You'll, find this out sooner than later um through my social media posts this year my big thing is trying to be more thankful and grateful for people in Aww. my life um so um one thing that i'm gonna start doing you're welcome on <laughs> i hate i hate this guy i'm done no. you ruined the mood Keep going, keep going. I'm sorry. You ruined the mood. I'm sorry. No, keep going. You're officially the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. At asshole Tommy. <laughs> no, you're you're being thankful for people. For people who nice. have been gracious with their time and their support and their love uh, for me and my life. So that's going to be reflected throughout my social media pages, um, specifically Twitter and Instagram. Um over the next year throughout all of 2021 so good good i like that now what about you i new year's resolutions other than being done at Wilma Nuts. yeah i'm gonna get a new job done check that box really early in the year uh yeah so i am leaving lumalnati's that's why you see me eating garbage pizza here um <laughs> I no. with uh this yeah. is a Roma's pizza. Roma I think it's a GFS brand. I, I'm not sure. Also, GFS is an official sponsor of the struggle too. <laughs> in case you didn't know. Official I hate that. So along with that pit, but continue. <laughs> so I'm eating this garbage pizza and I tried to I like I was like, man, I need to spruce this up somehow. My parents they're they're on vacation. That's why I'm here. That's why we're house sitting, right? That's why Tommy's eating their food and drinking their booze. Exactly. Um, <laughs> payment. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but here's my problem is that they didn't have a damn veggie in the place. So, except for like frozen snap peas, which I'm not going to put frozen snap peas on my pizza. I don't think any snap pea belongs on pizza. No, it doesn't. But frozen ones especially not. Like, I have a line. I have a bar, people. And so what I did is I took this nice ham hock and... Uh, and uh, Tore it up, little, little hand shredding going on, placed wow. it gently throughout. Tommy flexing his culinary G here and with this <laughs> hand torn apart ham hock here. 
<laughs> and um, little salt bay action with the, with some um, of that Asiago cheese just on top, just for some flair. And uh, you got yourself a shitty pizza. So that's uh, that's what I'm enjoying right now. Uh, but yeah, what the hell was my... Oh, goals for the year. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I'm leaving the Malnati's. I am... Apparently eating better. <laughs> I'm eating way worse this year. That's my plan. I had a dog... I had a hot dog right before this stupid pizza. I'm doing great. I'm losing weight. <laughs> my, my real goals, though, are to, you know... Um, raise a good dog and enjoy my new condo and enjoy my new line of work. That's that's the only goals I really have. We have yet to vision cast this year, Steve. So give me another week and I'll have a real answer for you on what I'm doing. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I get that. I think I always come up with my New Year's resolutions, quote unquote, uh, very quickly because, you know, your man's birthday is on January 12th. So... I got to be, like, ready to hop into a new year of life as well. Not just, you know, the calendar year, but year of existence uh, with kind of new big goals in mind, too. And obviously, you know, I'm keeping myself busy with work and grad school. But the gratitude thing, you know, I want to be I want to be more grateful and thankful for the people in my life. So, um, Tom, this is our third year of doing this, though. Cheers to that, man. Seriously, cheers. Oh, fuck. I, I don't have a glass. It's I, right I, there. Dude, it's empty. Um, dude, this is bad, bad luck. luck. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so Tommy's going to go pour himself a drink. But for those of you that have been with us since day one, um, you are some people that I want to say thank you to. Um, I'm not going to name names because there's a lot of people uh, to of really. have been with us from day one, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, for those of you that I handed uh, silicone wristbands out to at SoxFest 2017? 2018. That would have been 2018, yeah. Because it's the beginning of 2018. Yeah, right at the close of 20... Yeah, 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 at the end of the 2017 season. Um, And I handed a few very poorly printed t-shirts out to... I can't believe I was still trying to get money off of those, but um, just ended up giving those away. Um... Seriously, like, thank you for those of you that have listened, for those of you that have given us likes and retweeted us and helped us, helped open up avenues uh, for us to meet new people and have great discussions about baseball and even non-baseball related things. Um, I mean, heck, think about it, Tom. Um, Janice, our friend at Scuriosa, formerly at Baller Librarian, former (laughs) Chicago resident Janice. (laughs) Um, she, uh, she just had a birthday and it was fun to post, you know, our old video clip from, uh, as a happy birthday wish to her, you know, of when we had her on the podcast. So, um, what are some of your favorite memories, Tom, of doing this over the past few years? Dude, I got a few, but I think like some of my favorite ones were when we would go to our favorite watering hole from our college days. Absolutely. Good old Templestowe pub. Head head over to Templestowe. And, like, just audio quality be damned. We were just excited to be in, like, one of our comfort places, one of our happy places, talking about baseball. Absolutely. So much background noise, which was added to the ambiance of who we are. And, you know, NASCAR going on in the background (laughs) one time. Do you remember that? Yeah. There was some, like, 
crash at Daytona 500 and like six guys in the bar were like whoa whoa which is so funny because it's an Australian bar too it's so an Australian hey, shout bar. out to our guy Jason Hoskin right yeah an Australian gar- bar on the north side of Chicago and everybody's watching NASCAR like what is happening so funny I mean they've got rugby on from time to time too obviously <laughs> but um yeah, the, oh gosh, so many good memories at that place from undergraduate to recording the podcast with you. Yeah. Um, any others? Yeah, so uh, I, the <laughs> literally the first time practice recording when you came up with Hot Take Tommy and a new, <laughs> a new Tommy was born in that moment. I, that, that will like forever live in infamy. And yes, infamy in my mind. <laughs> Uh, I love that you've you've uh, you've stuck to the name and you've uh, you've definitely been on brand with most of your takes here for White Sox baseball, Tom. So kudos to you. Um, when I think of my favorite memories, I think of that one uh, that one game we went to. It was the doubleheader um, against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We were late coming into the first game. They lost that one. The, la- the uh, next game went into, I want to say it went into 10 or it went into the bottom of the ninth, and Yonder Alonzo was the one yes. with the game-winning yes. hit. <laughs> um, I want to say maybe, was that the same? No, it was a different game where the Mankata two-home run game was definitely oh another God, one, too. Oh, my God, yes. Ah, so he's a good. bust, though, right? Yeah. That was from our first year. Yep. Um, second year, favorite memories, definitely being able to um, interview so many people, um, not just... Obviously, the White Sox prospects were really cool to interview mm-hmm. throughout our second year. And Tyler Johnson was actually our first year, too. Yeah, um, that was crazy. I know, right? Why um, did he say yes to that? I know, right? <laughs> Big shout-out to Dan Victor, right? For, uh-huh. um, but, yeah, I mean, another favorite part is when we had to hit quarantine, you know? Mm-hmm. you know, And um, we made the most of it by having those guests on, having multiple guests on. Um, and through that time too, we were able to be on, um, what is the name of the segment here? Three, Three things. things with the 108 guys, uh, which is also one of my favorite memories of doing this, even though it's not our podcast. Yeah. It was us with, you know, the guy, some of the guys that we looked up to when we were starting this thing. So do you remember the game that we went to and we sat in section 106 yep. or, or 107 or whatever it was like mm-hmm. right next to it. And we were like nervous to say hi to them because it was like yep oh god it's like the greats of white Sox twitter right there just it was like so funny we were just like out. should we say hi to them i mean we've interacted with them a little bit on twitter but should we actually say hi to them yeah and it was just they like, were just so dope yeah so. they were then they were like hey come on and take a photo with us and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> why would you be nice in this moment where we're clearly like just nerds over here in the next section over but yeah i mean it was it's been a long weird fun bumpy crazy ride to this sorry i burped uh to this point (laughs) a lot of burping to this point as well yeah and you know yeah i've 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 lost friends i've made friends am i right um, I haven't lost any friends. I, I was going to say, who have you lost? I'm very curious I've, to hear I've those stories. I've alienated many people with my takes. I, <laughs> I will say that. I will say that. Cheers to that. So. And cheers, indeed. I actually do have a drink. So, so to if, a third year of bullshit. Indeed. Indeed. Because we are, we may not be bullshit. We may not be baseball, but we are definitely bullshit. <laughs> um, now, 
I gotta ask if there's at least one person that you still want to meet in person from White Sox Twitter because you met a lot of people at that second year of Sox Fest that 2019. No, yeah, yes, 2019. Yeah, Sox Fest because 2020 got canceled. Um, canceled. Am I canceled? <laughs> um, if there's one person or maybe a couple, who do you want to meet still that you haven't? Um, you know, it was a toss up for me. I was like, I. At this point, I, I honestly want to meet Treasy E again, because like this time I won't be like a freaking weirdo about it. So that'd be nice, because uh, I just like I think his personality on the pod is just like perfect, hilarious, witty, um, and I just think like he's a funny guy that it would be nice to have a drink. Now with. you've met him in person too, yeah, right? but like in a way that like I would be comfortable and not weird, you know, and like he's probably just like whatever. Um, like stop being (laughs) stupid and starstruck, whatever, you know, um, or unprotected because he's funny. Okay. He was my choice. Unprotected (laughs) socks. So, and this is a inside shout out here. Shout out to Bennett Carroll for recently running the white socks, Twitter awards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It got a lot of, uh, a lot of turnout. Actually, a ton of people actually voted on that a lot more than I originally thought. So kudos to, to Bennett for, for pushing that out. Um, the funniest account, I think, Beef Loaf was the winner. Yeah, he was. Um, he had an acceptance but, speech. But my vote was, and my when he had the Google forms for the people who were going to be on oh, the ballot, yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely wrote in unprotected socks. Like definitely, man. Even as even though he's a Packers fan and he's driving me a little crazy with his posts right now because it's like, oh, you're getting under my skin. It's also funny, <laughs> like mm-hmm. his victory cigar speech, his uh, oh Packers right there just got thirty nine free yards, like <laughs> whatever, like. He's funny as hell. He is no, absolutely hilarious. And that's exactly so. it. And and especially because he's funny in a way that like he's like pushing your buttons the whole way down. Like it, it's 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 really good. It's for really sure, good. for sure. And another person, a little diversification here, uh, female side of things. I would love to meet Alexis Atwater and. Mm. Um, Allie White Claw, of course. Allie White Sox. Yeah, you almost said White Sox, and like Allie White Sox is dead. Enter <laughs> Allie White Claw. I think she is she back to. I don't know what she is on Twitter right now. I want to say she's back to Allie White Sox, but nonetheless, Allie hates Jewel Osco. I think that's what she's. At, like. That's honestly that's what it should be. So there you go. Tommy just gave Allie her new uh, her new Twitter name right there. Yo, if she takes it, she's got to throw twenty dollars my way. That's, that's, that's my fee for so, consultation. No, come on. Make it free, Tom. Make it free. So, um, yeah, th- those would also be awesome people to me, especially now, oh, you know, I think she's been 20. She's been 21 for a while. But so you could I'm trying to think of, like, grab a brew when we were all able to be at the ballpark and she may have not been 21. Um, so, like, go hang out in the 108 with these people. You yeah. know, like, that would be a great time. Lot B. So, hey, it's been a lot of fun. This has definitely taken me in deeper into a community than I had ever imagined. Exactly. That, and that's where you I'm know. coming from, too, is, like, I thought this was going to be, like, an insular, like, you know, hey, Steve and I chat about baseball. Cool. No, it's, like, it's opened up a whole, like, avenue of folks that I never thought I'd meet and just cool people. 
just cool people. You know, cool people enjoying one of the worst franchises in, in baseball. So it's just <laughs> honestly though, let's be let's be honest. Let's be oh, honest. Over the past man. decade, over the past decade, this franchise has been atrocious. So at least there are good people to enjoy it with, right? What is it? Never get up for the letdown. Ne- thank you to Johnny Nani. Never Johnny get up Nani. for the letdown. I was uh, saying that line a lot during Notre Dame football on New Year's Day. So and hanging out with them during the uh, Sox Fest after party was another one of my favorite memories. Oh, absolutely, was, yeah. absolutely. The great guys to hang out with. Um, really got a lot of good time talking to Buzz that that night. Oh, Buzz was hilarious. He was on one. <laughs> oh yes, he was. Oh, and another great oh, guest yeah. that we've had on, yes. on the podcast. Yes. So, but yeah, I mean, even shout out to to Johnny and Tony, uh, who are still doing their thing. Um, those are two guys when they were uh, when they were Shy Sox Weekly. Um, Damn, true. I was uh, yeah, yeah. I was fans of listening to them and and their takes on, on things because I thought they brought a really genuine tone, uh, and still do. Still do. I was to, to say, what like, to what now. they do. So, uh, shout out to those guys. Um, seriously, a lot of people to thank. Uh, don't have you know the amount of time and space to to do it but you know i'm gonna try over the next 52 weeks over white Sox twitter yeah. to, be, to give plentiful shout outs and thanks indeed and now that the holiday love fest is over let's tear into each other's takes on the questions that we had for each other over the week <laughs> oh geez for real Command Z, right? Command Z. I have a Mac. Command Z, because um, Tommy is bougie. Creatives have, have Macs. Oh, you're a creative, aren't you? I have a podcast. Oh, my God. Well, Tom, I have something to run by you. As a podcast host, do you ooh, ooh. have an idea that you want to be seen by as many people as possible? Or that project? is a fresh ad. I Keep know, going. right? So... You have a service or, you know, a project that goes underappreciated when you put yourself out there on social media, right? Oftentimes, yes. Yes. I mean, just look at the following base of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, right? I swear half of those followers are bots. (laughs) And, you know, you may want that sleek, impeccable presentation, but you and I both lack the know-how and resources on how to do that for the Sons. We, We do. We do. I mean, we, we said yes to all of those, right? Mm-hmm. Who should we get in touch with? DBC brand. So um, with your choice of three solid tiers of social media marketing. Not one, not two, but three. <laughs> you can get access to professional social media content curation. Wow. Email marketing, mm. blog posting, live video and photography sessions and more. We could get your fresh face out there, Tom. Uh, it needs a little bit more presentation, oh. professional presentation. You are the pretty one. <laughs> Find out more by visiting dbcbrand.com and give your business the creative touch and the spotlight it deserves. DBC. Digital by Creatives. That's an ad read. Yes! Uh, is this... Is this thing on? Can you give me some love for how well I transition those ad reads? Okay. Your. Your. The wording. No, 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 no. To be clear, your New Year's resolution was to be more grateful. Mine was not. I don't have to thank you for shit. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. 
Well, I'll be grateful for myself and yes, for how strong wow. my back is for carrying you across the finish line, Tom. <laughs> so, speaking of which, and uh-huh. speaking of carrying uh, this franchise to the finish line, Oof. a.k.a. a World Series uh, championship, hopefully. Seven. Let's... God. <laughs> One, just give me one before I die. Um, oh my God! Before you, one die, more before Steve? I die. Before you die, that's what? your standard, Steve. That's horrible. I mean, the Cubs went many people's lives without winning a World Series. So, Wait, how long do you plan on living? Because many people's lives. I mean, let's be real. I only plan to make it to like fifty-five with the way I drink. So, fifty-five, fifty-five, <laughs> maybe sixty. Um, just enough to. Get me into like the first few years of my retirement, and then like, and then you're just gonna cock out. Oh absolutely. my god! Um, let's talk about you know. Speaking of of bowing out a little bit too early, let's talk about this <laughs> White Sox off season. Um, it seems like they're doing that, right, Tom? Yeah, I mean, okay. So we're we're looking at the off season currently. We're trying to place a grade on it, and we when I was looking at it, I I spotted five holes going. Into the offseason, right? Easy. Okay. At least five. But well, okay. Then yeah. let me let me give my five holes, and then you can identify whether those orifices are correct. I think not. you only have one hole, if I'm not mistaken. But go ahead, Tom. <sighs> <laughs> so five holes that the White Sox had on their team before going into the offseason. Because wow, Steve is on something. Um, I had I spotted I spotted right field which everybody talks about all the time. I spotted two I I threw it out there as two holes at starting pitching, saying that like we just don't we don't need depth at just one with one starting pitcher we need two starting pitchers. That's what I mean by that. We need a top of the line reliever, and we need a DH. Right? Those are those are the five holes that I saw going into this offseason. And now what have what have we done so far? Go ahead. Oh, you you want right. me to do the Well, I mean now? you don't have to, but right I mean, field and one got, starting pitcher. You got right field and Lance Lynn. Yeah. So Mike's, have we accomplished what we need to accomplish? If if the offseason ended I, right now, what's your grade? My grade would be a C minus. I know that's rough. That's, that's a rough grading scale kinda, right there. It's kind of mean, Steve. But maybe a C. It's like teetering on the border between C and C minus. I don't know. Lance like Lynn if it were to is end pretty right good, now. dude. Lance Lynn is very good. The problem is you got him for one year, right? So here is my idea. If your idea was to get Lance Lynn for one year, that means that you got to run with it this year. Push your chips in. Exactly. Right? That That's what that move tells me. Or that's what it should tell me is that I know his contract is friendly. That's for sure. But, it's like $4 for a starting but, pitcher. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> though, I mean, compared to what guys are getting now, I mean, he's making less than half of what Marcus Stroman's making. Good God. Think about that. That's so okay. bad. And that's the qualifying offer. <laughs> right. Right. And I think that's what our front office doesn't oh, understand. Oh, boy. Right? So, <laughs> yes, Lance Lynn was definitely the right move for the budget, too. But you did give up a guy that did show a little bit of promise and was under team control for a another. Bit, a little bit of promise. <laughs> I mean, he, he has shown a – I mean, all of his good starts were against pretty shitty teams. Yes. That's something to keep in mind. Yes. And he's also 26. Yes. So 
curb the expectations down for Dane Dunning. He's not going to be an ace on somebody's team. Every opportunity to say curb your enthusiasm, and you passed that up, and I don't know why you did that. So I just throw it out there. Anyway, continue. Just not that big of a fan. No. Sorry. <laughs> so just have to bring down those expectations. Now, Lance Lynn, obviously one, two, three in our rotation. Excellent. Great. You still need a back-end rotation Probably. Um, I've got hope that Michael Kopech is going to be great. I've got hope that Dylan Cease is going to kind of rev up the engines a little bit with Ethan Katz. Eric Kratz. Lenny, Cl- Lenny Kravitz. Len- <laughs> I almost said it with like a Jewish accent, too. Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz. Um, nonetheless. You're not a Larry David fan. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. So... <laughs> I really think, like, you know, obviously the addition of somebody like Jose Quintana would be would be it. Like, I would be okay with that. I would really be content with that. So now, you're telling me you got a C-minus on the, on the offseason, because but here's, Jose Quintana gives you a here's passing what else. grade? Here's what else. Well, I mean, no, no, C-. no. C-minus is a passing grade. No, I mean, if they went out and they got another starter right now, like, my grade would change right now from a C-minus. If it's a Jose Quintana, it goes from a C-minus to... A B minus B, and the oh. reason why it's being held back from an A is because I think they pulled the trigger on Angle a little bit too quick. You've got a market full of right f- or outfield options that would be better than Adam Angle. Now here's the thing: I know it's going to be a put. I keep saying Adam Angle. Yeah, I meant Adam. Okay, Eaton. I, th- I thought because sorry they did like sign Adam Eaton. They to did a sign Adam Eaton, deal. which is fine, right? And I was like, I. Is that what he's referring yes. to? <laughs> Which is fine, but the the Eaton Angle platoon still could have been better supplemented, I think, with somebody else. Uh, that would be Puig, right? <laughs> that, yeah, I know that's, Puig that's your is, boy. That's, that's what you're that's your about. boy, right? Um, it's your boy. In addition <laughs> to that, we're still missing the biggest piece of it all. You lost Alex Colomay. Mm-hmm. You lost a very top-notch closer <laughs> over the last couple of years. Remember, like, two I thought, years I, ago when Tom, you were... I know, we were talking about how he was going to regress, and he didn't. I still think... Here's the thing, though. Remember if you get when the you option, were talking about... If you get, I'll tell you right now. If you get the option between Liam Hendricks and Alex Colomay, I swear to God, if you we choose Alex Colomay over Liam Hendricks, I might lose my shit. One is younger than the other. But only by like six months. It's not that much. It's six months is a sizable chunk of months. You know, my dog's only like nine months old. So we're talking human years, not <laughs> dog years. So, <laughs> so I, I. So that's know, why. Man. Like I think um, an, an addition of a back of the line rotation starter that's going to especially eat innings because that's the thing with Kopech, right? If you want Kopech and if you want to save Kopech's arm for the playoffs, if he's that good to start the year, you're going to want to put him on a major innings limit and hope he's wrapped up for the playoffs. So you're Blake Snelling, Michael Kopech? Is that what you're telling me? No, 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 no. I'm Blake Snelling him in the regular season so that he's ready to go later on, right? But you're Blake Snelling him. Sure, if that's what you want to call it. That is what I want to call it. Sure. So that that's the thing. <laughs> so you bring in that rotation. Starter. Yes. It's a B. Yes. You bring in a starter and a closer. Okay. That is obviously Alex Colomay, Liam Hendricks would be best. If we settle for Trevor Rosenthal, fine. 
but one of those three guys, especially, you got a thumbs up for me for at least an A minus A. So, continue, Tom. Why don't you care about DH? So, here's where I'm at, Tom. DH is important. Do not get me wrong, okay? It's going to be a lot easier to acquire a DH at the All-Star break if your team is super competitive. A guy that is going is hot, is hitting the ball well, mm-hmm. is seeing it well. Because that's mm-hmm. the thing, too, is you got to, especially with the way baseball is looking right now, we're talking possibly a shortened season again, right? Yeah. Not 60, but 100, 120, <laughs> somewhere in that range probably. Yeah. If you were to ask me, that would be my prediction. Now, DH is going to be an, a position that you can fill a lot easier and a lot cheaper in regard to prospect capital than a closer. And Andrew Vaughn. Ah, get your... Nah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I, don't I know like, you don't I like don't, it, but nah, it's like true. It. Okay, so... I, I see you with your logic, and I raise you dingers. Just dingers for day. Like, would you rather see dingers or no dingers? Because, like, that's, oh my God. that's what I need you to consider. <laughs> this is coming from the same guy. This is coming from the same guy, pardon me, who said that this he is tired of people talking about how the White Sox need hitting because they so badly need pitching. But go ahead. Okay, but like the point of it being like you need firepower just because firepower is sexy, right? So Tom's all about sex appeal here now. (laughs) Of course, we call him the we call him the beautiful, the the pretty one on the podcast, (laughs) and he's all about sex appeal. By the way, just a quick fact check on myself: Hendricks and Colome are like three months apart. Okay, so Colome is better, but that's fine. Zoink scoops. A hometown discount, my guy. It's not gonna happen. I don't know. I mean, Hendrix is from Australia, bro. That's a lot. That's like not near Chicago. You know what I mean? Um, sure not a home in the states. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. What I was trying to say is, um, well, you gotta ask me. Ask me what my grade is. For this What's season. your grade? What's your grade? I'm grading it on a point scale, not a not not a A through C, D. Oh or wow, you're so progressive. I know. So wow, it's, college system. Or are you doing percentage? No, 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 no. Oh, this I'm is this is four point oh scale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Uh, so we're gonna give it a. Uh, it's uh, on a four point scale. It's a four point oh scale. Okay. Yeah, so we're gonna go with a. 3.2 so it's like okay they're, they're so you're basically giving them a b minus yeah but go ahead okay whatever dude yeah like fine they, they so are a whole letter above what i've given they them. <laughs> screw you i that's why i did a point scale so that you wouldn't do that but fine sorry um <laughs> my point being though that you know they're pretty much they they haven't improved too much because of what they've lost Correct. So they lost Colome, they lost McCann. Your McCann, and they gained a pitcher and lost a pitcher, mm-hmm. but they gained like a better pitcher, obviously. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So it's like all of that being said, you're pretty much where you started, and where you started was not winning your division, right? No, finishing third in it, as a matter of fact. 
So, what do what have we learned? What have we learned, family? Um, that we need pitching. We need some DH action. <laughs> so, because what was the biggest hole in our lineup? It was Edwin Encarnacion. I mean, just right field was also pretty atrocious with no Marmazara. But yeah. continue. You know, and I think like they're they're banking on Adam Eaton living with his family again, bringing his stats back up. Cause I think that's what they thought was bringing his stats down is he wasn't living with his family. It was kind of like a far commute and blah, blah, blah. you know, the bubble cause Washington DC was pretty strict about the COVID thing. And yeah, no, um, I think the White Sox are dumb for thinking that, but that's fine. That's what they think. I don't know whose take that is. Did that come from somebody in the front office's mouth? Because that would be ridiculous. No, it did not come from Thank somebody. God. <laughs> Thank I, God. <laughs> health is the biggest reason for Eaton. Yeah. Health, right? If he's if healthy. If we can keep him healthy. Yes, fair. And if we can limit his time on the field with hopefully a decent Adam Engel, then we're good. A 1.25 million Adam Angle, you know, what, what? Like I was thinking about this. Like, obviously he's not top of the line, and he was pretty cheap. I mean, think of it this way too. But go ahead. Why can't we just throw like 10 million at Yasiel Puig? And because call it a then day? you don't have money for the other bigger holes that you have to fill. As in a starter and a closer, a starter DH, and DH. a closer. I just I want no dingers, dude. Just I dingers. Are, are we are we the dingers. Detroit Tigers of the late 2000s? That's what we're <laughs> becoming then. Oh no, they never won a championship. Exactly. That's but so, they no 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 no. You shouldn't. You are deceived because the late the late 2000s Tigers also had Verlander, freaking. Verlander, Scherzer, Scherzer, and fucking CC Sabathia and well, Anibal no. Sanchez. Was, no, CC was gone. Way later. You're thinking, but Anibal Sanchez was a part of that. Rick Porcello was a part oh, of that. See? Did you name David Price? No, I didn't name David. David Price. See, like they had pitching and they didn't win a championship. So dingers is what Some you're telling of it me. Was not as developed. Miggy Cabrera alone just carried that offense. I'm sorry. Mm, not totally, but. Uh, you know, here's where I'm at too, Tom. What they're gonna do with the DH holes? They're gonna sign find a guy. Miguel Cabrera. That's what <laughs> you're gonna make me trade for. Drink a beer I don't have. <laughs> now, anyway, DH <laughs> is gonna be filled this year to start the year with whoever's hitting best out of camp that isn't already in a position. It could be Danny Mendick. <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous. It sounds... No. No, Steve, like, take a step back and listen to that sentence that just came out of your mouth. It could be Danny Mendick. I mean, we were talking earlier about how we were worried he was going to get scooped up by the A's, right? Steve, please. Or by the Rays. That didn't happen, right? Please. Don't... Don't put that evil on the White Sox. Like I, they, they're not going to be starting. It's lower down Danny. the pri- it's lower down the priority right now. Honestly, if you could get a solid hitting backup catcher, I would love that because then you're fill- fitting two spots. You're fitting two spots, right? That's very hard to find a solid hitting backup catcher, but that would be the move right now. Or you take a flyer on a name that I dropped earlier. In Dietrich. Oh, my God. 
You you just can't spend that money on a DH, Tom. Ten million is Tom, like nothing. Think about our history. Think about the history of this front office dropping stupid money on DHs. Now the Jim Tomey one worked out for sure. But let's move a little bit forward in history. Adam LaRoche. Adam Dunn. <laughs> Your favorite player on the White Sox ever is Adam Dunn, so shut up with that. No, it's not. He had one good year, and I just think people forget about that one good year in a White Sox uniform. I mean... One good acting year? What was, what was the guy's name again? Uh, the Manny Machado relationship? You forgot Yonder Alonso. Yonder Alonso, he thank hit you. A, Walk off in the one. I know you loved him. That's I, why I forgot about and he had him a already. Hit game. You also they... loved beef. <laughs> Wellington Castillo is a good baseball player with a bad rap. Okay, so. it's a. I think he mixed up the the order there. He had bad a... baseball player with a good rap. <laughs> Except for steroids. Steroids. Um, <laughs> so Tom, that's where I'm at. The focus has to be. The money has to be spent. On pitching. Okay. Okay. So I I hear you. I hear you. Like like I like get I hear you. I know you don't comprehend me. I know it's a little <laughs> hard for you to wrap your brain around. <laughs> I got a big brain. Mr. I got a big brain. Now now hitting's cheaper. So let's just like Buy some hitting and just move on, man. We're going to make it. It's fine. We got Aaron Kravitz working on the on the pitching. So I love that you purposely butcher his name, <laughs> but no. Um, we're going to be fine, dude. He's going to fix them all. It's all fun and games until we're in a five-game set. <laughs> and and we're one, of, one of your top two gets out-dueled. Oh man! And you go into a game four, and say say two of them get out dueled, right? There's or no such one thing. One of them has a bad game. There's no such thing. And you're down two one, and you're in elimination game, and you're trouting out Dylan Cease. There's there's a no... reason why we avoided pitching Dylan Cease this time around. You're you're there is no such thing as getting out dueled when Yasiel Puig's your DH. That's all I gotta say. You bring me to drink is all I have to say. <laughs> I I like what how do you win a baseball game, Steve? By two way two ways. By scoring runs and preventing the other team from scoring no, runs. No, it's scoring more <laughs> runs than the other team, Steve. That's the answer. You score more runs. I'm all for scoring runs, Tom. How do you score runs? But You, you sign Yasiel Puig. Shitty pitching. Marcelo We've gone Zuna, over this so many times. And How many World Series caliber teams have terrible pitchers? Uh, Racking my right, brain. I'm exactly. racking my brain really quick. I think there's got to be one of them. <laughs> oh my God. Tommy oh. needs a sip of beer. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I got, I got one. I got one. Oh God, okay. here we go. So the Giants, with their their pitching wasn't that good. They only had one good pitcher. He just happened to pitch every game. So. <laughs> 
which is, in my opinion, is cheating. If I remember correctly, they also had a very good bullpen. They had a great bullpen. So, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We need a closer. Spend the money, Jerry. No, okay, okay, okay. But according to uh, – have you seen this recently? So this is the recent trend on, on White Sox Twitter. This is in the past couple days. It's the it's the whole, like, fake Twitter accounts popping up and saying we're really close to oh, signing. Oh, yeah. Al's, Al's cheesy beef is my yes, favorite. Yes, I'm so glad you brought that one up because I was like, do I follow him? No, I don't think so. But, like, why – like, I, my thought process was, like, man, that's actually a pretty good, like, White Sox Twitter name. <laughs> so, like, maybe they're a real guy, not a bot. Like, you have to be from Chicago at least to have that name, right? <laughs> so, like, maybe that's credible because they're at least from Chicago and have been to a White Sox game. That, that was my thought process, but I decided not to follow. So that's like the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Al's cheesy beef, too. I quote tweeted him the other day, too, <laughs> because he was like, I had to delete a tweet. Yes. I just posted with info on Hendrix. Just the end is near. Just know the end is near, near and the White Sox are finalists. And I said, hope everyone's gearing up for that highly sought at seat, seat at the table. Yes. Yeah, seat uh, at the table, the seat baby. Seat at the table, baby. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> we might not end up with Liam Hendricks. We might not end up with Alex Colomay. Please, for the love of but God, we're gonna get at least <laughs> stop. Please, for the love of God, at least get a closer now, not later. I don't want to give up Andrew Vaughn for a closer at the trade deadline in a shortened season. Great. No, that's not the way to go. You're right. You're right. You're so, right. So let's sign up. Now. Okay, now, like, let's up the stakes a little bit. If, wait, did you answer this? I don't think you did. You you responded based on if we got a starting pitcher. If we got a reliever, where does your grade end? A little bit higher than if we just got a starter and not a reliever. Because, like, I I have faith. I have a little bit more faith in Kopech, Cease, Lopez, Lambert, Stever, Foster. Sure. Um, filling in the gaps throughout the year, um, especially if it's only like a hundred game season, um, in comparison to praying that all of our bullpen that we have now stays healthy and performs the way they did last year, especially without Kalame at the back end. I mean, who are you gonna make your closer? Crochet. I, I that's where you're at right now. Foster doesn't have the stuff to be a closer right now. Hoyer doesn't have the stuff to be a closer right now. Bomber does, technically, Ish. but he's never been in that role before, and that's not something I would throw him into on a team that's hopefully contending for oh, at yeah. least a division title, you know, if not an AEL title next that's year. That's the funny thing is that like I keep thinking, like, man, these bargain options might work, but then I'm like, Oh yeah, we're trying to win a World Series. I, I like I just keep forgetting it's like damn, like it actually like you have to be good to win a World Series, not like just average or replacement level. Exactly. <laughs> but like that that curse of being a White Sox fan is still on me that it's like, oh no, like these guys are good. Like mm -hmm. they, they play baseball. We were so <laughs> bad in the first half of this step or first three quarters of this decade. Yeah where we're so okay with average because the 
first three quarters of the decade was way worse than average. So if and we've just... got to be okay with – we can't be okay with average at this point. We've got to be – we've got to be above that. We've got to be above that. Replacement level is like three wins above replacement better than right, fleet, right field in the past three years. Think about that for a second. Like, repl- like zero war is so much better than what we've had for the past three years. Insane. How about everybody <laughs> wrap their brain around that for about two seconds – And we'll be right back to close it out. Like, they are so stacked in the rotation, it's nuts. I mean, they know how to develop pitchers. That's the thing. They know how to develop pitchers. So does... And (laughs) nope, not the White Sox, if that's what you're going to (laughs) say. Now, Tom, I wanted to wrap up today. Vegas, last time I looked, they had the White Sox at 13-1 to odds, which is actually the odds that they had them at to win the series, if I'm not mistaken. Those were the same exact odds when they clinched the division this year. When they're at the top of the AL, right? So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm trying to ask you is, do you think this is a top six team in baseball? My my gut immediately was like, no, no fucking way. Stop. No. It's not like, no. They're not there. Stop. Shut up. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. But the main reason for me saying that was I was like, the Padres are going to win, and then the Padres are going to win again before the White Sox win, and then the Padres are going to win a third time and a fourth time before the White Sox will win the World Series this year. That's pretty much where I was at. Right. Um, so I, <laughs> as far as top six teams in baseball, the Padres are the top four teams in baseball. It's like, that's, that's where I'm at in my brain. And like, that, I mean, their rotation <laughs> is definitely solidified, but it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the West between them and the Dodgers, man. The Dodgers are still a powerhouse. Yeah. And like, who they lose? Jock? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, they did lose Jock, but, like, that's pretty much it. Verlander's a year older, which means nothing, I guess, because he was really great this last year. <laughs> You're talking about Houston right now and talking about teams that oh, are... shit. Did I say Verlander? Are you talking about Kershaw? I meant... Yeah. You meant Kershaw, right? Fuck. I'm so embarrassed. No. It's okay, but we could transition to Houston talk about them. I mean, are Houston better than the White Sox? No. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I mean, they I mean, were, Carlos Correa. Yeah, they were one. Did they take? How long did they take? They Tampa, lost Tampa Bay? Brantley. Um, they took Tampa. They took him to a final two, game, right? Series tied three. Okay, three. fine. Took they him took him to, to seven. They took him to seven. Fine. So they were one. Right, they were one game away. They were one game away from making the World Series. And I know that, you know, Verlander's the year older or whatever. But their they're back end of their rotation is getting better, too. And they've overperformed, um, at least to expectations. So, like, Houston, Maybe, yeah. here's okay, the deal. Okay, okay. Go ahead. You said the Sox are a top six team. Who's better than No, them? no. I said the Sox are a top ten team. I didn't say that yet. But now I'm saying it. I think the Sox are a top ten team. Because the Padres are the first four teams. There. <laughs> okay, get out of here with that. Go get out of here with that. But it's Padres, the Padres, Dodgers, which is crazy to think about the NL West having the top two teams. But I, especially since they were hot booty garbage before, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I sincerely believe that. 
Um, and then I find the Braves very, very scary. Uh, yeah, they're very good. And the Yankees being always up there. Tampa being up there because of their previous performance. Even in losing Snell, I think they found some very good talent that is not going anywhere. Um, in their starting rotation, in their bullpen, in their starting Their bullpen's lineup, nuts. Their, their bullpen is, like, redonkulous. And it just always will be. Mm-hmm. But their, like, position players are, are really... I think really- they've got a couple guys that overachieved. Um Adamus will not nearly have the numbers he did this year. The dude's Babip. There, there you go. I know you love Babip. Steve. Um, okay, because out of control. You, because you out said of control. that. Because you said that, Adamus is going to be like fucking god this year. Okay, go ahead, please. Anyway. Some somebody can can call me out on it later. He won't be. And it's garbage. I well, okay. So as I was going through this list, I was like, Padres, Dodgers, Braves. Those are all NL teams. Why am I scared that the White Sox can't? Okay, but go ahead. You mentioned pennant. you mentioned the Rays. They are deep so enough. The Rays for sure. the are in the AL, and Toronto is in the AL as well. And these are teams that and I you think did bring up the Yankees too. I, and the Yankees. I, I okay, whatever. So like those three teams are yes, all in the AL East. So like, how is how are all three going to make it out? Tough to say. Maybe one gets knocked depends off. Depends on the playoff situation this yeah, year, too. Yeah, it depends on who's in the wild card. But you would assume that, like, three of those teams, all three of those teams, or maybe two or th- two of the three are really uh, in your way, right? Okay. So, technically speaking, that does kind of place us in the top six kind of conversation. I I think we are definitely top 10. And what that means is I think we're like, that is saying immediately, I think we're better than the Twins and better than Cleveland. Which, obviously this season didn't say that, but I don't see either of those teams getting any better. Excluding, if you take implosion out of the picture, the White Sox were better in Cleveland this year. Think about the record. Think about the way that last road stand went. Especially yes. the games at Cleveland, right? And it, it was such a such a short season. Yep. Give, and give thus, the Sox a full season. There's no way they are worse than Cleveland. Thus, let me verify how important a deep bullpen is, um, and starters that can go longer into games. Okay, more hits, so, more RBIs, more hits more and more wins. RBIs in in three two walk off games. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> when I look at the list, obviously when it comes to NL, it's Dodgers, Padres, Braves. Okay. When it comes to the AL, I still like the Rays a little bit more in the lineup than I like the White Sox lineup. Okay. I just think because of the depth that they have and the way that players like Brandon Lau are exploding. And the way that they just fucking run as an organization. Anyway, continue. I mean, Randy Arozarena. Just who out of would have, nowhere. Right? Breaking post season records. By the way. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, for he what? got arrested for like beating up his. Oh, his girl's no. dad or something oh, like that. Oh, God. In, anyway, he's, 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 At least it was like, a dude that he beat up. Yeah, he was trying uh. to, like, take her out of a bad situation or something like that. It was, ah, you read the article. I, right. I'm not, I'm going to butcher it. But. All right, so, Rays, I've got a question mark by the Yankees. Because right now, name the Yankees starting rotation. I talked to Adam Oh, shit, about that's this. right. They lost everybody. Name the Yankees starting <laughs> rotation. It's... Garrett Cole and a lot of question marks. Because <laughs> they lost Paxson and Tanaka, right? That is correct. 
That's funny as hell. You've got I, you've I got completely you've got Garcia. That. Uh, you have um, oh, they're that one guy that always the, the white guy chokes in the playoffs. Montgomery is it Montgomery? Yeah. Oh yeah, but what, Jordan who, Montgomery. No, who's the guy that always is? chokes in the playoffs? That's like they're Severino. Thank Severino, you. and he's out till late May, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Um, because of injuries. I mean, the dude is so injury prone. So the Yankees are a question mark for me. I will put Houston in there. I think Houston, with the way their rotation is progressing. <laughs> And I think with the small sample size of last year, it wasn't a true representation of what their offense is capable of. Fair. So, and I know because of the cheating scandal, people think, oh, it was due. It was was bound to happen. No, no. Like, that team is super talented. That team has a lot, a lot of talent, even losing Michael Brantley. Um, Yeah. So I'll sneak the White Sox in for, well, I'll sneak the White Sox in for like a seven or eight spot because – I still think personally that the Twins might have a slight edge on us. It what, depends what on makes you say that because their bullpen wasn't as good. The bullpen was a lot worse in 2020 than it was in 2019, like a lot worse. Um, and then, in addition to that, you you've got a lot of guys on that team that just hit very. Right, Jake Cave. I mean, you got Jake Cave, <laughs> White Sox killer, sure. That, and the, the, my point in saying Jake Cave is like that's the bottom of their barrel. Is right. is a guy exactly, that's gonna right? just hit twenty bombs. But so. like, what happens when Donaldson's fully healthy and he's oh, able to hit well? MVP, um, fuck, Gold Glove. <laughs> that's your fuck. guy. That's your Gold Glove third baseman. <laughs> um, you, I mean, you've got Buxton that learned how to hit too. He's going to be a White Sox killer for years. I don't – you keep – everyone keeps saying that. He's going to be a White Sox killer for years. he has yet to put together a full season of work. I'll be honest with you, Tom. He was a number one draft pick for a reason. You see And that it's shit? not just because Isn't of the speed like and the glove. like fucking Jim Couch It's not just because of the speed and the glove, okay? He's got bat-to-ball back skills, okay? So the Twins are going to give the White Sox a run for their money. Cleveland doesn't have the offense. Thank God we can match them with the pitching one through three. Let's just supplement it with the bullpen, please. So let's all, <laughs> The bullpen much. gets stronger, too. I like us over the Twins. As long as we don't play the the Cleveland Baseball Club and the Twins back-to-back, we could win every single one of those series because we can line up our pitching in order to do so. Is that what you're saying? I just I really need a back-end starter, and I really need a closer. We could, just, we could literally enough. throw trash – this this is the White Sox season plan. I ha- I got it. So we don't sign anybody else. We 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 just stand pat, right? But God, no. we every time we play the Royals, just throw trash. Just don't does not matter who's pitching. Doesn't matter. Okay, then we play Detroit. Doesn't matter who's pitching. We play we play Cleveland. Okay, throw out your. Uh, Giolito, Lynn, and Keichel. Just do that straight up. Boom, boom, boom. Knock them down. Okay, done. Three games, three wins, whatever. As long as we're not playing Minnesota right after Cleveland, we got a chance to rest those guys and come back. You see? Some, now, and then somewhere now along the line, you've got, and then somewhere along the line, you've got Giolito pitching on two days rest. Yes, nice just, job, just fuck it. I mean, nice he's job. good. He's built for it. He's a big, and strong guy. This is how. Your boy's arm became 
rubber at age 31 and you know exactly who i'm talking about mad bum okay fine i i hear you i hear you with your mad bum being like rubber like just horrible trash arm now i hear you but look at jimmy cordero he's still throwing 70 innings a day and coming back just fine the next day so them biceps though that's the reason why <laughs> all right tom we should probably wrap this thing up Okay, so what did we learn in looking at the whole league and and Vegas saying that we're top six? Fine, like that's a little bit crazy. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's spot on. It's Vegas. They're usually right. The house always wins. Fine. What did we learn? Maybe we should get a DH. That's what I learned. And more. Bombs, so in other words, you are dingers, stuck in more runs. You are Let's stuck go. in your idea that this team's. <laughs> Missing, offense apparently is it's missing missing Yasiel so Puig it's missing Marcelo Zuna just fucking sign them both and call it a day I like you'll you'll find room in the lineup for two premium bats I I guarantee it I pray to God that this organization focuses on pitching more Tom like hitting is cheaper Steve but in the long run, you need those arms. They're going to cost a fortune. Trust do you, do you, here's the thing. As Aaron somebody who's told me. Kratz. It, please just say his name right for once. Eric Kratz. Ethan Katz. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I forgot his name. Because I, I, you until never you say said it right. It, That's until why. you said it just now. Because you never say it right. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Back end starter. Closer. And I'm content. Would you place us in top three then? Four. We're better than Cleveland. We're better than Twins. I think, We're I think better if than... you... Now, it depends on who you get. If it's a Jose Quintana and it's a Liam Hendricks, you bet your ass I think we're front runners for the AL. Now, what if it's like a like a Nate Jones and a fucking... Like... You go nowhere. <laughs> you go absolutely nowhere, if not down. If not down, an opportunity to win. So, I'm no I'm more counting, experiments. Please. I'm counting on no more experiments. Please, for the love of God. I hear you with your no more experience experiments, but like, let's say we throw Zach Collins this out is there. The best chance, and that's the thing. Zach Collins is gonna be your backup catcher slash DH to probably start the year. Let's say we Sadly. throw a um, Sebi Zavala in there. I mean, Sebi, and- no. Sebi's not, but that's what I'm saying. Like they're gonna ride Zach Collins until Zach Collins is at yonder Alonso numbers, <laughs> and then they're gonna yank his ass out, and they're gonna go trade for somebody. So what? So if that's we... what's gonna take, or it's gonna be Andrew Vaughn is finally developed enough to hit at the major league level. That's what it's gonna be. And what about your uh, your classic Kopech coming off of a year and a half of rest? That's a lot of rest. He's gonna be solid. He's gonna be like. I'm glad that you are the eternal spring of optimism, Tom. <laughs> Thank you for ending us on that note. I just think you know. Hey, Here are your final thoughts. Go for it. I'm cutting you off here. My final. I'm the bartender. <laughs> okay, fine. So, like, if we were gonna be completely honest, completely like 100% frank. Thomas. Thomas. Jinx. Nice. Um, if we're going to be 100% Frank Thomas about this, I strongly believe that I know the White Sox and we're not going to get the top of the line reliever. I strongly believe I know the White Sox and we're not going to get 
a top-of-the-line second starter. And I strongly believe I know the White Sox, and we're not going to get a top-of-the-league DH. And what we're going to end up with is a starting lineup in September of Vaughn, Madrigal, Kopech starting, and fucking Zach Collins hitting DH. And we're all going to look at ourselves and look at each other and be like, this lineup is bullshit. What is wrong with everything? And then we'll also go out and play the Twins in that same game. And it's going to be... And we'll be two games or three games out of first. And and it'll be like, damn, we're so close. Like, if Vaughn had another year of development, we'd be right there. But then Lance Lynn is gone. So what the fuck was the point? And you'll be sitting there asking yourself that question. Or flip it on its head, eternal spring of optimism... We're going to hit on every prospect and we're going to fucking take this game and I mean, run uh, with 2021 Andrew, crown on her head. Andrew Vaughn is a top 20 MLB prospect for a reason. So I hope that what people see in him and all of the hope and all of the optimism is a lot higher than me last year being like, train for Lance Lynn now. So there's a highlight. You can go look it up. Andrew Vaughn hit a ball over a building in Berkeley, California, because the ballpark was too small for him. Yep. And his biceps were too fucking big. Golden Spikes award winner. I mean, he's he's supposed to be the real deal. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. He just in the White Sox organization, he has yet to show it in statistics. But if we know anything about 500 foot bombs, they all <laughs> that's right if we know anything People... about 500 foot bombs joe borchard and nomar mazara they always work out for this organization they always just work. let that just let that settle in your mouth so folks. andrew vaughn is the next nomar mazara and on or that joe note, borchard and on that note rebuild or bust <laughs> and in han we trust him <laughs> If you sign somebody, I trust him. Otherwise, I don't know. Uh, fuck it, man. Jesus. <laughs> Get a goddamn reliever and have a good one, everybody. <laughs> Peace. It's start of season three, baby. Woo. <laughs>